Welcome to Be Libre, a podcast sharing insight on Bitcoin and decentralized solutions that will hopefully bring us a better tomorrow. The better tomorrow I speak of needs free and engaged minds like your own to embrace and make the best of it. We are not experts, but our hope is this show will empower you with the knowledge and inspiration needed to break the tethers of convention and reach out to liberty. Be Libre. Hello and welcome to our 27th episode of Be Libre. This is your co-host Andy Gonzalez and I'm joined by my co-host and lightning rod, Alex Eden. Today's episode features two close friends of ours in the crypto space. We met Jamie and Tim only recently, but we feel a kinship of sorts to the pair as their relationship reminds us very much of our own. Emotions are good and all, but there's no need to get sentimental. We've got a podcast to do. Speaking of which, today's topic revolves around currency a magazine that is a manifestation of Jamie and Tim's positive karma, an analog conduit through which they can give back to the universe. Because, as we all know, humanity won't just stop at the colonization of Mars. Now, Currency is a cryptocurrency-oriented magazine, but its intent is to touch on subjects interrelated to digital money by creatively weaving in themes of community, science, and even health. Please come along for the inside scoop on Currency. Enjoy the show! Hello, everybody. Welcome to our next episode of Be Libre. Happy to bring along two great friends that we've met in the crypto space. This is Jamie Bogger, and you guys know Tim uh, from one of our previous episodes, Tim Suggs. These two guys are working on a magazine called Currency. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. And as always, I have my co-host, Alex Eden. Thanks, Alex. Of course, of course. Yeah, great to be on, guys. It's good to uh, connect again. Yeah, Andy, Alex, always a pleasure. Awesome, guys. So we're going to jump right into the questions. We've got a lot to go through, um, and there's also a lot of work to do for the magazine, which I'm really excited about. Please tell us a bit about yourselves and how you came to find out about Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency space. Well, as you said earlier, I'm Tim Soggs, and uh, I was on previously when I was a part of Expanse, which is a cryptocurrency. I am now the chief marketing officer of Loki, And I first got involved with crypto as an investor. And my good friend Jamie is the one that turned me on to Bitcoin. And so that's how I got into crypto. And he'll go into a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, my story of how I got into crypto was a lot like a lot of other people's stories who got in the same time that I did. It was 2013. I was looking for a way to supply to get some goods. um, And I heard about the Silk Road. Um, so I found out about Bitcoin. That's what I needed. And wow, after reading more about it, uh, I was just fascinated. Um, and then finally, actually 2015, I, I started buying some Bitcoin and, uh, yeah, so the Silk Road is what brought me in. I love that because the Silk Road is what brought me in too, but on a completely different way. It was the knowledge that there was a currency that could, you know, get past U.S. regulation is what really turned me on to it. So very similar. You just... You had a need, and that is the what fed the need. That's great. <laughs> that's probably the best way. Because once you learn that it actually works, you're like, wait, this system works. And that's that's usually what turns people on really quickly. So, Jamie, did you just kind of jump right into Bitcoin? So you heard that there was a way to purchase goods online, and you thought, all right, I'll just – was it like a very seamless integration for you, or did, did it take a few days to figure out what was happening? 
Well, actually, Jamie told me about it back in 2014, and you know, he spent the better part of the next year just kind of staying on top of developments with Bitcoin. But um, he encouraged me to actually make the first purchase, and that was, you know, going through Coinbase, getting up, getting set up that way, and um, you know, made my first Bitcoin purchase uh, back in 2015. Fantastic. And so you guys have been around for a while. Um, I think so. Alex and I, we met through a strange, you know, strange events brought us together. And then more events happened in the crypto space, which led to us meeting you guys. Um, I don't think there's any other scenario in this universe that would have led to us meeting had it not been for crypto. And that leads uh, me to this question, which is what do you think it is about this budding market that attracts such a widespread group of people from different walks of life? I think, um, you know, I, I have, I think Tim and I might have different opinions, but um, I, I think that it's the, it's the freedom, it's the openness. It's obviously money is a big part of it, right? I do think, especially now, people are getting in because of the money. But I think once you get a taste of what is actually possible and what type of freedom it's going to um, give us, you know, as, as people, that I think that just attracts the, the brightest minds because they realize how much we, you know, what we can do with the technology. And I've spoken to numerous people over the last few years at conferences and, and after parties, networking events. And um, one, of, one of the common threads that I see, which is, uh, which I find fascinating is, um, you know, people questioning these institutions that we're born into. And I, I really enjoy having those kinds of conversations as we really look into every facet of our lives and see like, why are things like they are? And, um, you know, that's a lot of the, the type of people that are coming into the space and that, that have been here for the last several years. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one, Tim. Uh, that's that's what makes me stay here as well is is really just the what we're born into and what we're taught and wanting uh, some choice in the matter, really. So I like I like your answer. <laughs> Now, I wanted to take a minute and just kind of do a breakdown because what most of our listeners will probably not know is just kind of how it's it's really funny that Andy and I have been together working really hard. And I, I know you guys have known each other past cryptocurrency, uh, but I always really look at you guys as kind of the Alex and Andy over there. And there's Alex and Andy's everywhere, right? There's like groups of friends that have like stayed best friends and, and just conquered spaces and built things together. So... Um, I, I just want the listeners to, to know that you guys are kind of this, uh, from the time that we met you, I'd say maybe like two years ago, um, every, I want to say at least half the events I've gone to, I've seen the two of you there. Um, it's always nice to see, you know, friends working together, building things together. And that's why I think this, this magazine currency is going to go so well, because I've seen you guys build support. I've seen you guys uh, make friends and network and and how integrated especially and no offense jamie but especially you tim just just find just i mean and i mean this in the best way possible just weeding your way through just like me trying to meet and greet and and talk to everybody in this space just to see you know what information is out there what's good what's bad what's safe what's not um what's possible what's possible and that really is what i think in my humble opinion is why this magazine is going to be you know, such a great opportunity for, for readers because of all the hard work that you guys have done over the last couple of years in this one space, which is giant. 
but still, you know, it's it's very focused. So I just want to commend you guys for staying focused. I don't see a lot of people like that in this uh, space, you know, to just keep going down this rabbit hole. And uh, I just want to take a minute and let our listeners know a little bit more about the background of you guys, because um, you're not new to this by by any stretch. But uh, yeah, cheers. Just what needed to say that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> So let's bring us back to this magazine. <laughs> no, no, Alex, you really didn't. You didn't steer us uh, astray here. I, I think you you segued us into the next question exactly. really well. Exactly. Which is how uh, did the project come about, and when did you realize that this was something worth doing? Yeah. So you know, as you said, you know, Tim and I have been friends for a while, and we've been in crypto for a while, and we're always looking at ways to, um, you know, add value, uh, ways to to get involved into different levels. And once you find your passion, you want to, you want to apply that and be more involved. So, you know, the, the magazine, it's interesting how it, how it kind of came about. Um, I'll let Tim say a little bit about that. Yeah. So, uh, Jamie and I, we've been friends and doing business together for the better part of, uh, wow, actually over 10 years now. Um, you know, we, we, we've got uh, a marketing and media production company, and we've been providing marketing services um, over the better part of that decade. Um, when we got involved with crypto, one of the one of the things we noticed was, you know, who do you trust? There's so much misinformation out there, um, and um, you know what you read online, social media, as opposed to the conversations you have with people at some of these conferences and networking events. There, they could not be any more different. And so we saw the opportunity to bring some of that, some of that information that we gather um, from from these events, and to get it uh, to get it out there to people so that they can see it too. The people who aren't able to go to some of the conferences and, and some of the events and build the networks that, that we've been able to. So um, that's really what's behind this is um, just trying to have a, a, a source of information that you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. And so why, I mean, having a background in media, why uh, go with paper? Well, it's, it's funny you say that because for the last seven years or so, I've actually done some consulting work with a, with a publishing company who happens to be the largest niche publication company in the United States. Also still one of the fastest growing top 20 media companies in the United States. Um, and so I've, I've seen what they've done with print, right? Um, I mean, I've seen the power of print and we have a very good relationship with them and we're actually partnering with them on this project. Um, I got the uh, the founder of the company, we, him and I became really good friends. I got him into crypto and obviously he's super excited about crypto, loves crypto. And one day I was in a meditation and uh, it came to me, oh my gosh, uh, duh, why don't we just do a, a print publication? I'm like, we can do everything we want to do. Like Tim and I definitely like encouraging people and inspiring people, right? Like that's some of our passion. We like connecting with people, inspiring, encouraging. Um, and it just made total sense. And then at a conference, I uh, was in Miami with Alex, which you, which you were there. Yeah, um, buddy. <laughs> I, had, I had a great conversation with uh, Brad Yasser. If you don't know who he is, look him up, Brad Yasser. Um, he's an OG for sure. Um, the guy manages billions of dollars in assets. And I was at a, an after party talking with him and just really admiring him. And he gave me some words of wisdom, which really, I think, propelled me even further um, along this path. And then 
conversations with, uh, with, with Sean and Dave as well from uh, the Telegram group um, was another pivotal conversation. And, you know, just going to these events and realizing that, like Tim said, there's so much more behind the scenes. Like, let's really humanize crypto here. Let's really give people the connections and the insights and the energy that you get from going to a conference. Let's put that in a magazine form. Um, print, print is awesome. Uh, print really is, you know, it's, it's art, right? This is our art. So we want to make sure people, you know, can, can have it. And yeah, digital is great for certain things. And we will have, you know, a digital issue at some point. Um, I don't know if that will last forever or not. We're still, it's still up in the air. I think we're going to allow people to vote on that. Um, but, uh, people love print, you know, it's better for credibility as well. People love seeing themselves in print and actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, print's no, it's, been true. it's true. You do, you do. <laughs> no, really. Prince been growing as well. I yeah, wanted to man. fight you, Jamie. I really wanted to fight you on this. I thought I'd have some legs to stand on, but the longer I've had the idea to fester in my head, the longer I realized that I'm holding I'm holding your mock-up of currency right now, and I I, I recognize that even uh, so, the Trezor is how I'm holding my Bitcoin, and it's a physical thing that gives me a a link to the digital format of money. It, it's it's quite ironic and paradoxical that we're coming back to something tangible to discuss something that's going completely digital, which is currency, money, uh, value. Uh, it's all going digital for, for a good reason, but we, let, let's not forget that we exist in a physical plane of existence. And so there I always, is no... I always thought that if, if paper doesn't lie, right? It's either fiction or nonfiction, <laughs> and this is obviously nonfiction. And nonfiction writing is, has always, you know, in, in, growing up as a child, it's, it's truth. So there's a lot of trust that comes with a magazine. You you don't go to, uh, you know, you don't get an auto mechanics magazine and there's no lies in there. Everything in there is truth. So uh, there's there's definitely some some theory that I think this is the better way to go in our in our ecosystem right now because videos lie, people lie, but paper doesn't really lie. I know it's written by people, but it's just that stereotype that if it's written down, it's it must be the truth. And so that's a really powerful thing that we are not really utilizing in our in our ecosystem right now. It's harder to backpedal for sure. Yeah. Once it's on paper, you can point anybody to it and yeah. say, look, it's right there. You said it. Either it's true or it's not true. Yeah, I got it in my – yeah, my, it's in my bookcase. Like, it's there. You said it. <laughs> so we're making the argument for you guys, but what are your thoughts? Alex, just one more thing. You know, when we hung out with you at your place and you showed us some of your uh, – Collection. from yeah from the space and you showed us the bitcoin magazines that you had the early ones i mean how cool is that that you know you still hold on to that and that's what we want you know we want to have this publication be something that people want to hold on to and show their friends you know 10 years from now like oh i've been involved in crypto for such a long time i've i've got this magazine to show how it used to be um so yeah we, we see this as like you know kind of like uh time stamping what's going on it's it's true um you know i still have nintendo power magazines from like 1990 um because 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 that in that moment when i was six years old i was like this is the most amazing thing in the world it's showing me everything that i love about this industry so again it kind of brings you back to uh well for me it brings me back to childhood to go like oh i'm gonna get a magazine every month about the thing that i care about which you know so good to have a crypto one finally Again, <laughs> no, not to, not to, not to, because Bitcoin Magazine, I never understood, but why they stopped making them, um, that was always kind of a fluke to me. I'm like, why would you stop? <laughs> it was so good. So thanks for bringing it back. <laughs> 
Now, um, uh, our next question, you know, uh, we don't have to go too deep into this, but have you ever considered doing an ICO for the magazine? I mean, you know, obviously, when you're in the space, you're always thinking ICO, right? Yeah. Always about, okay, how can we utilize this technology to, you know, make this magazine different and better and bring people together and grow the mechanics and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, after being involved uh, in, in projects myself um, who have done ICOs, um, we're not a big fan of ICOs. It's not, yeah, it's just not worth it. Uh, it's not worth the now, trouble. However, <laughs> however, we are big fans of airdrops. And uh, with EOS coming out with their mainnet here um, and airdrops being something that's going to be such an integral part of their platform, that is something that we have uh, a high level of interest in. Uh, just continuing to monitor to see uh, how we can fit that into our model. Yeah, so actually what we're doing with our memberships, um, and we'll have an offer, you know, something special for your listeners as well, um, we want to airdrop our, me our, our memberships. So right now the plan is to airdrop 5,000 memberships to people in the community to help grow, um, you know, the publication, help grow currency. So that. we're going to, you know, awesome. we are using some things that what we've learned along the way, of course, and there's also a lot of other um, things we can do. For example, we can have we can have coin airdrops in the magazine, where each magazine is unique and it has a you know type like a paper wallet in it. Yeah, so members of the community will get airdropped, um, you know, uh, projects. So that's something definitely something that we've been uh, kind of talking with a few upcoming ICOs about as well. Um, so that was something that uh, we'll be able to to give to the people of of currency. Um, there's also some great things we can do with Block V, which is a pretty interesting project. If you haven't checked it out yet, Block V. Um, there's some really cool things we can do with uh, with advertisements and kind of bridging the the physical and the digital in, within the publication. So we're definitely looking at some different things along the way, and over time we'll build up slowly and introduce some of the ways we can utilize you know some of the technology uh, inside of the magazine. That's awesome. I was going to ask if there was going to be any interoperability with between the magazine and any blockchains or any tokens, and you've you've pretty much you've taken us there. So that's really good to know. I, I guess there's there's nothing more to add because it sounds like it already it already sounds like there's a lot to do, a lot of work to do as far as making sure that there is that uh, uh, that bridge between the currency and and an actual. Digital yeah, there's currency, currency in the <laughs> currency magazine, and, yeah. and also it just brings more value to the whole proposition. Yeah, it's going to be fun, guys. We're, we're looking forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. And like, you know, we we want to have fun. We want to connect with people. We want to inspire. So we're going to also really get the community involved and have um, you know people vote on different types of content that can be uh, submitted into the the publication, um, but also awards and and different ways to utilize the magazine, different ways. To utilize, we want to do a lot of nonprofit work, and we want to sponsor people and, and sponsor different projects that are doing that as well. So we're going to really use this to kind of reflect who we are, and you guys know us pretty well, and, and you know some of the things that we're into and we do, and um, we're excited to be able to have an outlet uh, with like-minded people to really make some good positive change in the world. I wanted to ask just one other quick question about kind of the distribution method you guys have uh, envisioned. Is this going to be a month-to-month -month, uh, magazine or a you know, bi-monthly or weekly or <laughs> what's uh, what's your, you know, plan yeah, so far? Yeah, it'll be a monthly publication. Um, and, you know, we're starting off with here with, with a magazine, but we definitely see it how it's more going to be a community uh, for sure. And we'll have events in the future 
Um, we'll have, you know, network events at, at conferences, exclusive parties for members only. It's a lot more than just a print magazine. It goes a lot deeper than that. And really what we're trying to do is foster a community of like-minded people uh, all coming together for the common goal. Awesome. And the common goal. So just to weave that in here to this next question, you've spoken in many roundabout ways. Um, and I think currency is a great name for the magazine. But I have my own, you know, personal reasons, and I'm sure Alex has his for why the, the, the name works. I want to hear you guys' reasons for why currency is the name to go with for, for a magazine that's – so currency, when you hear the word, most people would, you know, think, oh, it's just, you know, the, the meaning for, for, for just value that goes between two people, medium medium of exchange. It's not, not a very interesting concept, but I love the way that cryptocurrency has really – turned the, the word on it. Just the whole abstract concept of money is just got a whole lot more interesting. Currency to me still sounds like a good word, a safe word, not a dirty word. Money is a dirty word now. Fiat is a dirty word now. There's so many dirty connotations, but currency is like its purest form. It's like it doesn't mean it's anything bad yet. It's just currency. It's simple. It's sweet. It hasn't, you know, it's not evil yet. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. my thought process. That's how I think of it. But please, te please tell us why currency is the name to go for this magazine, the name to go with. Well, when, when creating this project, um, you know, the branding and, and then the name we, we understood was going to be the most important part to get this thing off the ground and conveyed. You know, when we were looking for a name, we really wanted something that was going to be uh, that was going to be there no matter where this this magazine, where this brand, where this lifestyle went. Um, and so currency was just the term that came up early and it just didn't go away. And, um, you know, the, the use of currency is really uh, we looked at it from um, the meaning of circulation and how we saw it being like a communication system. So uh, that's really where the name came from. Yeah. And when I think about currency, to me, the word, like you said, still has this positive association to me. It gives it means like almost energy in a way. Right. So. You know, exchanging information and energy between people, uh, whether that's um, just just information, uh, you know, just 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 thoughts and things of that nature. So it just has that really good energy feel to us. Awesome. And so maybe you can if you guys can dig deep and think about the names that you also thought about besides currency. Were there any others that you thought might be winners as well? You know, we, we did have a short list of other names that we I wouldn't even say would consider. We were trying to force ourselves to come up with other names to measure against, but nothing was even strong enough to, to, to truly consider. So currency was just really the name that, that came early and that we just stuck with. Awesome. So we're talking about one magazine. Um, you know, I, I don't think anything exists in a vacuum. I think we draw inspiration from many other places. What magazines have you guys considered to be your favorite growing up or maybe recently you've you always see the magazine in the the store post and you're like, I need to pick that up again. I, I love that magazine. So do you guys have what's y'all's favorite magazine? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a few favorites. National Geographic. I've always, always, always loved. I think these are going to be uh, Tim's favorites as well. But uh, Popular Science, Popular Mechanics. Sorry, Tim. Um, you know, like these are magazines growing up that were like, whoa, and and this is something interesting that I'll mention, too, is, you know, those magazines, I always look forward to the ads as well. Right. And the classifieds. Yeah. you know, I wanted to see those. So we're going to be very conscious of the advertisements we let into the magazine. And we really want the ads to really add value to the readers, add value to the publication, 
And we're going to be very conscious, too, of who is allowed to advertise because we realize that in this position um, of having this publication, it's, you know, we don't want to promote bad projects, bad actors, right? So yeah. uh, now that might happen sometimes just out of not, you know, malicious intent, but just, hey, we kind of got duped, right? But um, we really want to make sure that um, the people we're letting into the publication, they're vouched for, right? They're, they're actually, oh, yeah, I know the guy from that, that company. Yeah, I can vouch for him. He's a good dude, you know, like people with good hearts, right? Um, so, but those magazines were, were my favorite as a, as, as a kid. And I'm sure, Tim, you can probably mention a few more. Yeah. Um, you know, Jamie, Jamie got my two favorite, National Geographic and Popular <laughs> Mechanics. Um, the only other one I would add to it was, um, you know, when I was a kid going to the dentist, um, I, that's where I read Highlights Magazine, and I really loved Highlights Magazine. So those would be my three. Uh, but going back to the ads, um, you know, pre-internet, Popular Mechanics is where I got a lot of my uh, exposure to some of the things like the Anarchist Cookbook and, <laughs> you know, how to a fuel cell vehicle and, you know, just things like that. I just I thought that was the coolest uh, section of the magazine, the classifieds and just some of the advertisements you would see. So, yeah, that's always just uh, resonated uh, with me as well. That's awesome. So you guys are we're, so we're bringing up the, the concept of curation a lot here. And that brings us to this this question uh, about the demographic of readers that you guys hope to to draw into this magazine. So we have I'm sure you guys have thought of a core set of, of uh, demographics, but maybe there's something on the fringe there or maybe you can reach out to a few more types of people in, in, in the fringes. So what, what is the core demographic and where do you think it can expand from there? Yeah, I think so. We have, we have a vision here of in the beginning here, especially with this airdrop, you know, the core people that we're looking at are more long term investors um, and creators of projects. So that will be the content will be focused towards them. Um, then this fall, when we get into Barnes and Nobles and some other retailers across the United States, um, you know, there will be content in the magazine for the newbies, people just getting started, because you know how it is when. When somebody knows that you know about crypto, I'm like, well, hey, where do I begin? How do I start? Right. Yeah. Uh, now, there's a thing called the Bitcoin beginner box. That is a great starting point. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was I was actually editing the booklet today. Uh, but thank you for the for the plug. <laughs> but no, it's true. It's hard because, you know, if you do not stay on top of the information, it becomes old and stale. Um, you know, every wallet that you talk about in one year, the next year, it's, it's different. You know, the, the directions change. So it is, it is an incredible thing to, to have to, you know, constantly update, uh, the, you know, the education, uh, that is, that is available to the people. It, it's one of those things where you can actually do more harm than good. If you create a website and don't keep it updated because you could be giving people old information that could potentially, you know, harm them. Mount so, Gox. People yeah. investing in Mount Gox. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, something I think about quite a bit, but thanks for the shameless plug. Appreciate it. <laughs> that, that, your point is exactly right. And so in each publication, there'll be a, never a 10 to 15 page, I'm calling it right now, a quick start guide so that people can walk into Barnes and Noble and just pick up this magazine and know where to get started, know who to trust, know where to set up your wallets, what wallets are good, where to go to get more information. And, you know, so the, the goal is to have that in every publication every month. It's kind of like, yeah, you update it every month, make sure everything's still correct. But um, it's it's there for people who are just getting started and they can pull it right out of the magazine and they can they can have it as their guide to go with, uh, you know, their, their new beginnings here. It's awesome. 
I didn't even think about that, but that's that is a great point. That's a great way to go moving forward. Let's see. We talked about your uh, your well, no, I guess we didn't really talk about your publishers or your distributors. Um, is there is there? Well, let me say it like this: like anyone that's listening, is there anything that you need? <laughs> I know that the question changes a little bit, but um, I, I guess I actually want to ask: like, what have been like your uh, your pitfalls, the things that have given you the most trouble, the things that you know you didn't expect from something like this that now you're having to you know deal with. Yeah, you know what it is right now? It's just it's just time, you know. It's um it's just being pulled in so many different directions and, and Tim and his role and as a CMO and his so Tim's been he just published a book as well, guys. So nice. um so plug it. He, <laughs> yes, plug it. What uh, is it? Uh, the name of the book is The Millionaire Millennials, a handbook to crypto investing. Um and Tim could probably tell you better how it came about, but um he's also finally freed up his time from from writing that. Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, I've, I've gone to numerous conferences, uh, done a lot of exhibiting, and you know, along with that comes a lot of conversations. And many of these conferences were tech conferences, not necessarily blockchain or crypto conferences. So uh, as I'm talking to people and find myself educating them on cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, uh, you know, the, the recurring question that just kept coming up was, well, how did you get into this? And so I would find myself telling them how I got into it. And after, you know, 15 minutes of explaining it, uh, you know, people were just jaw drop. Like, that is such an incredible story. You should write a book. And then finally it just hit me. I should write a book. <laughs> and so I did. And um, it is on Amazon, as Jamie said, the, the Millionaire Millennials, a handbook to crypto investing. Awesome. Is that on Amazon right now? Like I can, I can buy it or download it. I, I think it's going to be another day or two. Yeah, it'll be another day or two. Oh no, awesome! Hey, it'll be later. Nice. We're actually finalizing the back cover right this second, but all the content's done. Sweet. So how long did it take you to write that, Tim? I've been thinking about writing a book too, and people describe it many different ways. How would you describe well, it, the process? It's funny, you know. I wrote, I wrote the book first, and it started as just like writing blog entries, and now it's like, wait, I can just keep going with it. So every, I would try to challenge myself to every day break from what I was doing and go spend an hour writing, and sometimes that hour would end up being two or three hours. Um, and I got the manuscript completed, and I, I really just sat on it for several months because, um, you know, it's about really finding success in crypto and. I, I didn't feel comfortable with the book just kind of being about me. And um, after talking to a couple of my friends um, uh, through my network, I, I had another friend who had a very similar story. And so um, three of us ended up consolidating and, and, and had it uh, told from a mutual friend. And so that's how it all came to be. And it, I felt like it was good because it took the spotlight solely off of me and it kind of diluted my presence in the book, which just made me feel more comfortable. So as far as how long it took, I probably wrote it in about four months um, of, you know, on average, probably three hours, three to four hours a week. Um, and, you know, sometimes the content just flows and then sometimes you're really kind of struggling to figure out what to talk about next. So. So you made it a team effort. That sounds cool, which is what you know bringing that back to the magazine that's what currency is going to be yeah but so he's finished up with that now so we've got his time back as well 
Um, you know, as another project that I was working on pretty heavily, that's kind of just freed up. So um, just moving along with time uh, is, has been the, the, the biggest thing. Um, I hear you. There is no, uh, there's not enough time for one human being. Uh, I wake up and sometimes I, I feel inadequate because I, I look at Twitter, I look at what everybody else is doing, and it seems like everybody is pulling their weight. It is amazing. <laughs> like everyone is doing so much, hearing what you guys are doing. But but then I you know I, I, I do a little bit of self reflection. I say, well, we're only human, and the reason why it looks like everybody's doing so much is because there's so many humans. Each individual does their part. You do your part little by little, day by day, and one someday you're you're gonna blast something on Twitter that you're really proud of that you took months to make, but you finally made it. And then somebody else is going to wake up, read the tweet, and be like, "I've done nothing." <laughs> the same yeah. thing. Yeah. But but you guys you guys said it best. Uh, it's time, but but also there is nothing wrong with really just taking time to yourself. And th there's time for everything. And work on your projects day by day, and they'll get done, and you'll have something to be proud of. Yeah, yeah. So with your uh, well, let's say it like this with. You know, we talked about earlier about trust, so it kind of goes into how will this be created? How will content be driven? Will it be you guys are going to have a staff of writers? Is it going to be decentralized to, you know, the crowd and certain yeah, articles will make certain, you know, uh, certain months? <laughs> yeah, we're excited about the, the content, you know, curation of this and, the con you know, we're, we're calling it community driven content. and. Like you guys, we've been influenced by hundreds and hundreds of people, right? The community is so good at sharing information, sharing ideas, and we really want to be a place that allows everybody to contribute, right? That allows different opinions, different viewpoints, not just what I think. As you know, I love EOS, and I could talk about EOS all day long, but guess what? Some people might not. So it's allowing those other opinions in there as well. Um, and I think what we're you know, most excited about is – getting content from the community, really having content come from all over the world, from different people, different projects, different backgrounds, um, and having the members of the community vote on what gets into the publication. Have a, We're gonna have a community, <clears throat> sorry, a content like advisory board that's going to review um, ideas. So we'll have a team of people that will you know, be volunteers from the community, that will look at different pitches, look at different stories and see what gets in for that month. Now we will have some content people on staff as well um, who can help fill in some of the gaps because uh, we'll have a lot of features, but I also like you know, those little one page blurbs, just little tidbits of information that uh, are just are exciting. So we'll have some in house, but the majority of it we want to come from the community. That's so cool. Will there be some sort of token some sort of token uh, instrument or some sort of platform that'll allow for people to kind of vote with their tokens, anything like that, or will it be a little bit less sophisticated to start off with? Well, I think to start off with, it will be less sophisticated, but over time we have, we do see, you know, some projects out there that we could use to really make the voting process um, fair and equal. But right now we're going to go with probably around 50 people um, and have like a special telegram group uh, chat where uh, you know, these ideas are talked about and and projects and, and pieces are voted on. Really cool. All right. So, you know, this magazine's called Currency and it's all about crypto. So what crypto, I was going to ask what crypto will be accepted, but I think the proper question is what crypto won't be accepted for a currency? <laughs> well, our payment integration would be uh, provided from a third party. So it's really going to be uh, limited to to what they accept. Yeah, so probably like a shapeshift, you know, we're looking at different options right now. 
Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. But hey, you, you said something that it's all about cryptocurrencies. And actually, I want to make a point that it's actually not just about cryptocurrency. And here's what I find. You guys are going to say the exact same thing from going to conferences. But when you go to conferences, yes, we initially relate on crypto with people. Yeah. But then, then we find out that we relate on so many other things with people. Right. There's so many other things that we connect on. Well, it's bringing that to the publication as well. You know, it's bringing those other areas in life that we relate on to the magazine. So I'm right now we're calling it the lifestyle section, but there's going to be um, content in each issue that is just more inspiring life content, you know, content that helps us become the best version of ourselves, right? To be the best people that we can be. And, you know, I'm very big into, you know, meditation and, and yoga. And a lot of people that I connect with are about, you know, consciousness and, and being mindful and things of that nature who really care about the planet and people and, you know, other projects. So yeah, currency and, and sorry, cryptocurrency is definitely, you know, 80% of what we're doing. But that other 20 percent um, will be more stuff along the lines that we can all relate to. I couldn't agree with you more, Jamie. It, currency only makes up 50 percent of our, our transactions every day. And what what's the other 50 percent? So the magazine should certainly make room for that other half of the, the equation. Yeah, good point. Good point. That's awesome. Well, and it's also a good thing because there are so – I always say like every single person that we meet in this space seems to have a charity that they work for, a charity that they created, a nonprofit they, that they support, or some good-centered you know, agenda that they have that they do it for. I mean legitimately, I think we all are you know, fighting not to make money to be rich but to make money to, to change the world in the image that we see. So yes. I, do, I do like that lifestyle section. That's nice because that's a good way to highlight some of the great things that are being done by the space. Exactly, man. There's so much. There's so many great people in the space. And yeah, you meet some assholes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I mean, they're there. The money's here, so the cockroaches come, right? But right. the way I look right. at it, most of the people you know that have been around for a little bit were all accidental millionaires, right? Like, hey, and now that we got in this because we thought it was great, we thought it could change, and now, hey, we've got money. It's like oh, now we can do something about it. So it's, it's going to be cool to, to feature some of those things that people don't know about that are going on, you know, like the Paxil guy, what, what he's been doing in Africa. And it's like, schools, wow, yeah, Ray, it's amazing. Yeah, Ray, Ray Yusuf, Yusuf is, We've had him on this show, what, twice, twice now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. We like yeah, him. there's so many stories like that, you know. There's so many people out there doing good. And just, you know, there's not that human aspect right now of crypto. And it's like we're really going to bring that to the magazine. Awesome. That's fantastic. That's great. I think that's going to bring a lot more people. I'm sure you guys know. Um, it really is going to bring in a lot more people because that humanistic side is missing. A lot of people really just when, when you get down to it, they are humans. And a lot of people that I talk to Bitcoin about, they look at me like I'm crazy. Um, but if I had a better way to speak to them, not just through the money angle, but through the humanistic angle, it, it's an easy it's an easy sell. It's an easy win. All right, so I, if you can give our listeners uh, a quick sneak preview of the first issue of Currency, do you guys have anything in words or, or, or anything in mind for what, what they'll be able to find in the first, the very first issue? Well, you know what, I like to keep a lot of it under wraps because there's things I'm really excited about. And, you know, I like um, um, under-promising and over-delivering. And I'll just tell you, the first issue that goes out is going to be like a, oh, holy shit, I get it now. <laughs> really, it's going to be a, like, it, it, it's, it's, going to, it's going to wow people for sure. And um, I just want to keep it at that. 
That's exciting. And um, I guess one other question I have is, um, it's okay if you don't have an exact date, but when can we start uh, to expect distribution to start? Late August, early September. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right. Uh, so I guess other than that, if um, there's any – I mean, uh, well, if we have more questions, we have more questions. But I do want to say or at least give us an opportunity. Do you have a, a website or a, a, anything that we can push to our readers to go ahead and stay up to date, an email address to sign up for, to you know, get highlights, to get updates, anything like that at this time? Yeah, so – yeah, you guys can go to currencymag.io, but I'm going to give you a link that you can put in your show notes here and when when you publish this uh, this podcast that will give uh, some of your your listeners a free subscription to the magazine. So, I'll give you that which you can link to. Awesome. That is awesome. Sweet. So, yeah, it, yeah your listeners are definitely the people that we want to airdrop this to, right? Like you know, uh, your podcast has been around for a while, and, and uh, yeah, you guys and your network alone is just is made up of the people who we like and who we want to be members of this community. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it's it's only going to get bigger. I think what what's the percentage of people that are into crypto? I know that there's 25 over 25 million Bitcoin wallets, but that's not at all indicative of the number of people in crypto. But it's a sliver. It's such a small portion of the population that's in a crypto right like now. Right? I and I, I can't wait to see what happens when it really like Cambrian explodes into the entire like rest of the world and what people from other walks of life are going to do with this technology. That that moment, I, I can't wait for. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's coming, guys. No, I think Korea, I think 45 percent of people in Korea have you know, crypto, right? And typically, as you know, things start over there first and they work their way over here. So if that's any indication, you know, we're, uh, we're a few years away from having that type of number uh, involved in the space. So I, I don't even think we have to talk numbers, but I want to know how you guys would define success for currency, each of you. Yeah, for, you know, for me, I just, you know what it is? It would be going to an event or getting an email or a letter from somebody just saying, oh, wow, that article really inspired me. Oh, wow, that you know, piece you did on silent retreats and what you can get out of them. Wow, that really – I went to one and it really opened me up and I've awoken from the dream now. So it's, for me, just more about inspiring people, right, encouraging people. It's those thank yous that will come from that. Yeah, for me, uh, success is something that I don't notice in real time. It's not until I reflect back, often years later. Um, and I think for me, it'll be several years from now looking back and, and looking over the first year's worth of subscriptions and being like, wow, we did it. We did it, and here it is. Uh, that's just kind of how things have, have worked out. So I see it no different here. That's great. I, I, I like that you guys didn't even have to bring numbers into it because it really is just about moving people. I think moving moving somebody with money is, is trivial. Anybody can do it. You wave a dollar bill and people will do whatever you ask. But moving them through ideas, through your, your ethos, all of that all of that does so much more because it, it's it's a lot more sustainable. And I, I can't wait to see what, what this currency, what, what this magazine is going to do 
I really can't excited. wait to, to just uh, I can't wait for you guys to get the feeling of of just excitement and like the chiblins on your arms where your hair stands up just from the excitement of what you've done. You know, it's funny. Uh, you, you let me you plugged it for me, but the Bitcoin beginner box has never been about money. I, I don't I mean we it's po cash flow positive but I've never paid myself because that's not what how I measure success and there's been probably like 40 times in the last year where I I feel like I succeeded uh, and you know a week will pass and then one other person will message me and say hey I I got to see this and it was amazing and every single time every single time it's that amazing feeling that you inspired somebody so that I, I like how you guys define success and you didn't bring up numbers at all yeah because yeah. <laughs> it's not about the well I mean numbers and hey we 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 got a hundred thousand people to read the book that those numbers count but but, but they come they, if you do good work the numbers come without even yeah, looking for it yeah i totally agree guys it's like you know we've made we've made money with crypto we've, we've done pretty well and you know the, the the magazine currency you know as a as a brand is really our passion project how we're going to give back how we're going to contribute and it's really about helping people changing people inspiring people encouraging people and so those, if we had a thousand subscribers and it was going out every month and those thousand people were impacted and felt good, then man, that's a victory right there. You know, we have, we have plans for national, you know, I'm sorry, international distribution and we want to be in different languages and things of that nature. And, but you know, all that really matters is that one person, two people are being impacted by it. Well, hey, let me know if you need any translators. I spent the last three weeks finding translators for every single language, and they're helping me translate my book. So if you need any help down that road, always let me know. Oh, um, thanks. Honestly, like, there's no – I can't put anything into words anymore because now it's just excitement. Like, cause I, I can't wait for the evening before that you guys are just waiting for the – the book to go live like in oh. the first the first distrib the first distributor yeah. well, we got to be with you on that day <laughs> like yeah. that's got to be a party night like the, day, yeah. the, the launch party yeah. yeah you guys are gonna have a launch yeah party. maybe you guys come to dc yeah yeah or actually uh disrupt is what september uh, possibly hey possibly are you um, i know andy you'll be there and maybe we'll fly alex out yeah because i'm gonna uh, be done i should be done with the bar by then so yes that's great you will be yes cool yes. okay I'll be done. It'll be your legal. <laughs> legal. Nice. You know, nice. as far as legal goes, let me know before you pull the trigger on anything. No pun intended. That's usually when we can best fix things. Yeah. Before you do what you. Before you mess up. Before you. I've already made that mistake. <laughs> no, but guys, this has been phenomenal. Um, I, I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited for what, what what's going to come of this. This is before before the whole thing has blossomed. Um, that there's going to have to be a follow-up podcast a year in or maybe two years out and, and just to see what, what's happened, what's come of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, definitely do another one. Yeah, I'll, I'll check out the schedule here. But so you guys know, too, you know, I value your opinions, both of you. And you, I know, uh, Andy, we've already talked about some content that uh, you'll be creating. And, yeah. and of course, uh, you're always welcome to contribute the currency, uh, people like you are, are who I think people need to hear more of. Um, so there's always that open invitation for sure. Thank oh, you, you can Jamie. do your bit of satire. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did have, yeah, to, to blow off steam during law school, I had a bit of satire thing where I, I put up ridiculous memes about the crypto space. You know, Roger Ver and everything. They were good. <laughs> Every, yeah, it was just... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna actually have memes of the month like uh, user submitted memes of the month for in the magazine because yeah, everybody loves memes man and we'll give away some free stuff you know like like contests and stuff like that. Alex recently discovered the power of memes and it was a funny it was a funny week. 
My he went he yeah. went crazy with it. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I post things that are important, and I get like three likes. I post a meme, and I get like 200 likes. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> so it's a, it's all about just condensing it into a picture. Right. I got it. With feeling. one sentence, yeah. It's a, it's a feeling that yeah. you're giving out. I swear. Anyway, we're getting off topic. No, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, we will have you on again uh, uh, for a, for a follow-up, just to make, you know see how you guys are doing. Progress report. And, uh, you know, once again, to... That. Yeah, Alex, I mean, you couldn't have said it better. Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you for staying in touch. Um, it, it's so fun to see what you guys are coming up with next. Um, it's only five years in I, from what you guys told me since you got into crypto. Um, I can't wait to see what the next five five years are going to bring. And so. thanks for being such good friends. Again, yeah, the audience too. may not know this, but, but Tim and Jamie are some of our closest friends in this space. So uh, it's just it's wonderful to be able to interview them hear this like you know potential for recipe for wonderfulness and greatness and uh yeah yeah support support what they're doing <laughs> please do yeah. thank you guys oh, thank you guys appreciate your time thanks this episode of be libre was brought to you by jamie bogger tim suggs alex eden and andy gonzalez music was provided by the empty orchestras check them out at facebook.com slash empty orchestras music we've reached a suitable resting place for now friends don't wander too far though before you know it we'll need you back on the saddle so together we can ride on through the abyss and hopefully make it out enlightened and prepared to forge a better tomorrow <laughs>